to buy or not to buy. Today, I'm going to give you some principles that will help you to make these decisions wisely and to think about this intelligently. has been educating and inspiring individuals, entrepreneurs, and leaders for decades. He's helped millions of people to move past the mental barriers that were holding them back from stepping to their power to become a better version of themselves and live a kick-ass life. I know this firsthand as I'm Jenny, Dan's wife. And here's your host, Dan Law. Are you really making someone else rich when you rent? Today, Dan explains why this may not always be the case. Plus, Dan also shares some key principles that will allow you to make the right decision for your situation today. Now, here's Dan. If you want a whole new way to increase your value to the world while earning a lot more money in life, go to www.unlockitbook.com and that is www.un L-O-C-K-I-T-B-O-O-K.com, unlockitbook.com, and get a copy of my new book. Within Unlock It, you will discover a set of unique strategies to building personal wealth in ways you have never imagined. Again, go to www.unlockitbook.com. To buy or not to buy? If you rent, you're making somebody else's rich. You're paying someone else's mortgage. You've heard that growing up. Now, coming from an Asian background, we always were taught at a young age, you want to own your home. You want to have a roof over your head no matter what. Now, I was born in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong, a lot of people's dreams, their entire dreams in life is to own a home. So should you buy or should you rent? Now, I believe it's a stupid debate. Here's why. Because it depends on where you are at in life. It depends on your income and also your goal. It's like asking, well, should I buy a condo or should I buy a house? Well, it depends. Do you like garden? Do you want to have facility? Do you want to go to have a gym? Do you want to work out in the morning? Do you want that condo lifestyle so it's less maintenance? Or you want to have a, a place, a garden or, or something? Or, or you want your kids running in the background? What is it you want? So it's a stupid argument. I understand that buying a home, it is such a major decision. It's probably the most important investment that you'll ever make in your life. So what I want to do today is in this video, today I'm going to give you some principles that will help you to make these decisions wisely and to think about this intelligently. I'm going to share some insights with you that you won't get anywhere else. Question number one, can you really afford it? If you look at a lot of these charts, you see the cost of rent versus the cost of housing, and you can see that if you live in any major cities, you know prices of houses are so expensive. Real estate is expensive. So with your current income, you may not be able to buy at all, and that's okay. Because it might take you years and decades to save up enough money just for the down payment. And then even then, it's always a stretch to make that monthly mortgage payment. Then don't buy, rent. Question number two, is it cheaper to rent than to buy? 
Take Vancouver, for example. The prices of housing is so expensive. It's actually cost you know, a lot of money to buy a home. The mortgage payment is so high. If that's the case, maybe it's better to rent and then buy later. Now, in real estate investing, let's say as a landlord, I have a piece of property and I'm renting it out. So if my rent that's coming in is not even enough to cover my mortgage payment, that's called a negative cash flow in real estate investing. So you look at Vancouver, a lot of houses are actually negative cash flow. If that's the case, you calculate, if I take a mortgage, let's say my monthly payment would be $3,500, but if I actually just rent the same place, it may be only $2,800 or even $3,000. So the landlord is actually losing money every month for you to live there. But the landlord is counting on that appreciation. Right? But you, as a tenant, that's okay, you save a few dollars. Then maybe you use that money towards something else. Maybe starting your business or developing a side hustle. Number three, rent if you are still earning and learning. What do I mean by that? Maybe you just graduate, maybe just starting your business. You're trying to figure things out. You're trying to figure what is your career, what is your strength, what is the ideal location for you to prosper. You might, you never know because there may be an opportunity in some other cities that you may have to move, you might have to travel. For that, I recommend you to rent. Why? Because you want to be mobile. You want to be flexible, especially if you're millennial. Save that money. Instead of using towards a down payment, use that money, invest in yourself. Or if you're an entrepreneur, you're starting a business, invest that in your business so you can grow that business. As that business makes you more money, as you make more money, then you can look into buying. But for now, rent if you're still earning and you're still learning. Number four, buy if you are stable and established. Let's say you're close to 30 years old or you're over 30 years old and you have a good career and you have good income coming in that you could afford to buy a home in a good location, in a good neighborhood and still have money left over, you buy. Or as a couple that you're working together, maybe you and your husband and wife both have jobs or you guys are working in a business together, then you buy. You buy because you are starting a family and you want to have a place where you can see your kids grow up. Number five, buy if you are an entrepreneur and not yet an investor. Why? Because I know you as an entrepreneur. You see, as an entrepreneur, we like to take risk. Sometimes the opportunity is right. You bet the farm. I know you, comment below. So what happens is a home, it is not an investment. It is a saving plan for you. Think of your primary residence as your saving account. If you look at it that way, it is a forced saving plan for you. So in case your business goes through ups and downs, you're putting money aside, right? You're not betting everything you have in your business. Yeah, you'll notice if you stop paying your mortgage, you'll be out on the street very, very quickly. And somehow, as an entrepreneur, you'll be creative enough that you will find the money. Good. So that every month, you're putting money in your mortgage, that's just your savings account. In case something happens to your business, in case you experience that ups and downs, at least you put a little bit of money aside, you build up a little bit of equity in your business, yes, that's a little bit of buffer. Believe me, I learned this the hard way. Entrepreneurs, we're sometimes overly optimistic, right? We think everything is gonna be so good, everything is going so well, but it's sometimes you never know. So if you are an entrepreneur, buy. Number six, buy if you're financially successful. 
See if you are stable and you're financially successful. Yes, buy. Why? Because I believe from my own experience, when you have your own home, there is a psychological benefit to that. That knowing that you've got a place and you can design the home exactly the way you want, just like the way I design the home exactly the way I want to maximize my productivity. At the same time, it is my sanctuary. But knowing that it is not an investment, I know that it's not an investment. I don't look at that as an investment. It is simply just my home. It's my primary residence. Now, depends on where you're at. If you're financially successful, I would recommend you spend no more than 20% of your net worth on that primary residence. Now, some people may say 30%, I say 20%, ideally less than that. So let's say your net worth is, let's say $2 million. You wouldn't spend more than 400K on your primary residence because your home is not an investment. You use your extra money to buy more investments, maybe invest in more properties, more real estate investments, but your primary residence is not an investment. So no more than 20%. And if you do that, just like me, I spend a very tiny percentage of my overall net worth for my primary residence, but that's my home, right? I have my sauna, I have my massage chair, I have my home theater, I have my library, I have my man cave, I have my gym, I have everything in one place and I designed the ideal home for me. That's where I feel relaxed, that's where I recharge my battery so I could be more and do more. That's what I do. So comment below, those are the six principles when it comes to should you buy or should you rent? So let me know, are you gonna buy or are you gonna rent? That's it for today's episode of The Dan Lok Show. Head over to thedanlokshow.com and be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes. You are guaranteed to expand your thinking, your network, and your network. So be sure to subscribe to the show today. Dan also has a gift for you. Go to www.danlockshow.com because there are bonuses when you subscribe.